It's great to be traveling through Philippians together. You know, as we've been exploring, I think we've been realizing that this is a journey where we're pressing forward and that kind of theme continues through the passage um, today. We've been hearing already how Paul has gained Christ, how he is found in him and how he's found with a righteousness that comes through faith in Jesus. And that's in verse nine of chapter three and how he wants to know Christ in verse 10. He wants to know the power of his resurrection. He wants to participate in his sufferings and how he wants to attain to the resurrection of the dead. Amazing, these um, privileges and callings that Paul has on his life, that we have on our lives as believers in Jesus. So does Paul feel like he's arrived? You know, when you pull up somewhere, you've reached your destination, you've made it. I remember once traveling for a week on a train and that feeling of pulling finally into the place where we're meant to be was just beautiful. Well, should we have that sense as Christians? Well, it's interesting that our passage today kind of offers, well, offers two answers to that question almost. Let me read the passage to us. Not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then, who are mature, should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. It's an intriguing passage, isn't it? But as we begin to read it in verse 12 of chapter 3, he's saying, no, he's not arrived at his goal yet, but he's pressing on to take hold of that that's in front of him. You know, there's a... uh, There's an ancient church in our town with a picture of a ladder and people are clambering up it. And to start with, as you read this, it sounds like we have to clamber up the ladder to try to get into the presence of God. But no, that's not the whole picture. If you see in verse 12, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. We're reaching towards Jesus who already is holding on to us. And then he's saying in verse 13, he's still pressing forward to take hold of that for which Jesus has taken hold of him. And how is he doing it? Verse 13, he's forgetting what's behind. He's straining towards what's ahead, pressing on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called him, called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. So there's this sense that we are taken hold of. We are safe. We're in Jesus's arms. And yet we're pressing forward. We're pressing forward to take hold of him. We want to live a life today where we're dedicated to the Lord Jesus, leaning into him, reaching out for him. And of course, as we read on, we find it's by his power that we can reach towards him. 
And in verse 15, it's still echoing this theme of unity as God brings us this unity. And then in verse 16, let's live up to what God has already bought and attained, achieved for us in the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, we pray that today we would be leaning into you, reaching to take hold of you. But as we do so, we thank you that we have the reassurance that you've already taken hold of us. We commit ourselves into that hold, that grip of yours. We worship you, Lord Jesus. Amen.